Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> How did I come look? to talk with you again? <laughs> he calls me vision. Okay, sorry. How did I know you were going to start it that way? I don't know. I just read the title. Oh, I put it on there on purpose for you. <clears throat> Episode fifty-one. Like like me last week. I'm proud of you for for showing up. I'm here, and uh, <clears throat> it's a good thing this is on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday after a Saturday game. Like we have said many a times before, uh, if we try to record these things after, like the day after games, <laughs> it would not work. Even during the regular season, the fact that we skip Mondays and we let Monday Night Football happen is is perfect. And with the uh, season Monday Night Football had, it was just good entertainment, <laughs> good comedy. <laughs> it was good comedy. But I think that we would probably lose listeners f- because we'd be so depressed and angry. And uh, it really, it just wouldn't go very well. Word. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. <laughs> it's the Common Ground Football Podcast episode. What did you say it was? 51. 51. Should have remembered that. Uh, literally titled Darkness or Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. Because we are both now in the pit that is the off season. <laughs> We're now in the off season. In the off season, you say? Yes. Uh, so welcome. As I was telling you earlier, I listened to um, our episode last year following Divisional Weekend, which, of course, both of our teams were already... They didn't even make it to the playoffs last year. We were oot. We were oot. And because uh, I forgot what we were supposed to do. <laughs> once both of our teams aren't playing anymore and uh and so i had to refresh my memory but we sounded so young you know so young so young I was in my 20s so you were in your 20s <laughs> so we i think we made that joke already but you were and it was and i wasn't 35 yet at, the, at that point and i'm i am i wasn't even 34 at that point yet <laughs> now i'm 35 I feel old we just lost so many listeners 35 got us no shit click <laughs> fuck that uh, all right, so episode number 51, we're going to let Andrew talk about uh, the Dallas game. Unfortunately, his Cowboys are done. He'll tell us what he saw happen. Uh, give us his awesome and his bummer, as always. And rant if he wants to, or just ha- you know have a little pleasant chat. Whatever he wants to do. A little fireside chat. A little, <laughs> a little fireside chat. Is our fast food going to get here anytime soon? Maybe. I heard that's a thing for winners. Sure is a thing. <laughs> Who said that? A giant platter of filet fish <laughs> You know that that wasn't touched. <laughs> you know that was left afterwards. What I want to know, and sorry for the sidetrack here, and we're not a political show, but it was so ridiculous. Uh, you see all the looks on the faces of the Clemson players? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell? How is that food even still warm? It you know couldn't get, have been warm, right? You know they get fed better in the mess hall. Right, yeah. It couldn't have been warm anymore. Like, it had to have been cold. Yeah. And there's nothing like, I'm sorry, but cold. I know there's a lot of... Uh, food out there that people love cold cold pizza that type of stuff i can't stand it and cold fast food Ugh. that's about as- oh <laughs> oh god you know trump was sitting there licking his lips <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i get whatever's left over <laughs> paid it for with my own credit card <laughs> what they leave take it to the residence please thank you <laughs> i'm gonna be huge so great uh anyways 
Uh, we'll recap the rest of the divisional round and um, because there was some uh, uh, some games didn't quite go as I thought they would go anyway. And uh, one player that just uh, when we think he's done, he ain't done. Oh, especially when it seems to be uh, quote unquote inclement weather. Yes, uh, we do have some NFL stories to go over, and then we will begin our off season with what we did last year, which is our teams versus the off season. Uh, part one got some things to go through there. We will talk about championship weekend, uh, and then we're going to go through what to expect from us this off season, and uh, do a couple more game picks because we do have some games going on this weekend and uh go from there so without further ado adieu adieu um mr andrew why don't you take us through what happened sure let's go back to saturday it's nice little saturday. let's reopen that wound it's nice little saturday i went to home depot <laughs> i don't know if i'll have enough time <laughs> uh so divisional playoffs dallas goes to la um lar <clears throat> Um, just to start off, my prediction was correct. There was a shit ton of Cowboys fans there. Yeah, it was a lot. I, I mentioned that to the wife. I, the first big cheer I heard for a Cowboys something or other. Yep. And I went, holy shit. Yeah, there was a lot of Cowboys fans there. And uh, so good show. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't close the deal. But anyways, um, just to put it just to kind of, I guess, just to start off, um, LA hats off to you. That's a damn good team. Um, and Sean McVay, Sean McVay had that team ready to play. Um, you know, by week, whatever, you know, whatever it was, that, that team was ready to play. And um, the, way I, the way I saw that game, you know, I, and yeah, we lost. And I, I wasn't too, I wasn't as upset about it as I was the prior two divisional round games against Green Bay. Because those ones were, you know, you had the, the Dez catch in 14. And then the uh, Aaron Rodgers fourth and twenty, you know, in that last one, and those ones hurt a hell of a lot more than this one did. This one, Dal- you just got your asses kicked. I mean, plain and simple. And much like the wild card round when Dallas beat Seattle at their game, this is exactly what LA did to Dallas. LA just ran the ball right down their throat and didn't look back. Um, so it was one of those games where you know, as they're watching, you just, you know, oh. There's another 10 yards. Oh, there's another 12 yards. You know, Dallas just could not, for whatever reason, could not stop the run whatsoever. And once the game was over, even though Dallas would pulled within eight, um, you know, that, I mean, once Goff escaped uh, out on that little, you know, eight, nine-yard run, whatever it was. Unbelievable fucking call that was. It was like, well, that's that, but... Um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't too, I wasn't too like just pissed off, upset about this one. I worried about you. Um, although that last play with Goff, um, there's always a point in the game where he does that. He just scampers off for a little first down and keeps the drive alive. Um, Jeff Heath, I wasn't really sure what he was doing on that play. He crashed hard inside and left. Uh, there was nobody on outside contain and golf just kind of dee 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 and went around the edge and was, yeah, that was that. It was one of those, another one of those, uh, games we'll talk about another quarterback with the same type of game where they had a great game, but their stats don't say so. Right. So like golf, he only threw for 186 yards, didn't have any touchdowns. However, 
uh, flip to flip to the the guys that he was handing to. They had two hundred and seventy three. Yeah, yards. who the who the fuck is C.J. Anderson? <laughs> C.J. Anderson is the running back that was with Denver last year when I we mean. played when Dallas played Denver in week two or three. I can't remember. It was early early in the season, um, and Dallas got absolutely destroyed. Um, he was part of the reason for that. He ran all over Dallas in that game, and then he comes to L.A. and same thing. And there was, that was part of his plan. There was, well, there was talk about it all week long. Like, yeah, Gurley was, is on the mend and is probably going to be fully healthy, raring to go. But when he's not on the field and C.J. Anderson is in there, you still need to watch for the run. And you saw what he did. I mean, he, he ripped them up. Um, but it was just – it was one of those games that just got – you know, it was frustrating to watch because he couldn't stop a damn thing. Um and it was just so weird because all all season long the defense is what's been carrying this team. The defense, the defense. They had their they had their couple bad outings. Their one, you know, obviously uh, in in Indianapolis, but um, you know throughout the the um, eight or nine game, you know, with they uh, their winning streak, it the defense was always there. And then you get to the divisional round, and the defense just wasn't there. The offense was able to move. That I mean, that was that was good to see. Um, definitely a big positive. Dak played. I mean, Dak played well. You couldn't put any any of this on him whatsoever. No, he averaged um, eight point three a freaking throw. Yeah, yeah, twenty for thirty two, two sixty six, and a, and a touchdown. A nice a nice strike to Mari Cooper, who then you know cut across the middle of the field and and uh, uh, I'm not even gonna get into that. The whole <laughs> Marcus Peter thing is stupid. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean Dak played. Dak played well. Uh, it was a little frustrating to see that they they weren't really calling any plays to get him outside of the pocket or get him on the move. But um, he still he still played well. Uh, L.A. absolutely shut down Ezekiel Elliott, and everybody knows if you're going to stop Dallas, that's what you do. You stop him first, and they absolutely did. I mean, he only finished with 47 yards. That's just crazy. Um, crazy. It was. Uh, yeah, it was just they just couldn't they couldn't get anything going in the running game and they couldn't stop the running game against LA. Uh Dallas falls to LA 30 to 22 and season's over. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a wrap. Right if you're awesome and your bummer. Sure, let's jump into the awesomes and bummers. Awesome. Uh let's give an awesome to one uh Dak Prescott. Ooh. Um you saw in this game, and you saw it against in the New York game too, because Zeke sacked that game. But in this game, you saw the run game completely get completely shut down, and he still kept the game. He was able to keep the game close, um, even though the running game wasn't working and the defense couldn't, you know, just couldn't consistently stop LA at all. Um, and you saw that he he kept the kept the drives kept the drives alive, kept the ball moving, and. Um, you know, got them down to, you know, within eight. So um, hats off to Dak. Um, it just sucks that uh, couldn't pull out the win. Bummer. Oh, you can't put it on Maher because he didn't kick any field goals. Very true. <laughs> um, the bummer this week is going to go to one uh, Chris Richard. Oh, Mister um, Perfect, Mister, you can't touch me, Chris Richard. Oh, he can be touched. Okay, that came out wrong. <laughs> My bad. But no, um, it was just it was just frustrating that 
you know, you had the you had the big game against Seattle where you neutralized their run. I mean, Seattle was the number one rushing offense in the league. Um, and then you go up against L.A., who um, had the number two rusher. But the, as a team, I don't think they were – were they top – Top ten, top five, something like that. Well, and they had off the top of my head, I can't and remember. they had been struggling, and, and they had been struggling. But still, um, you go into that game, and the defense just—I mean—they didn't look prepared. And then, obviously, you saw the things coming out afterwards that um, you know the the LA offensive line was saying, you know, oh, when when the Dallas uh, defensive linemen were leaning this way or uh, had this hand down or this and that. I mean, I don't know. It just that's I, that's going to be true in any game whatsoever. I mean, that's not that's not big. Your, that's not huge news. Your goal is to find a tell. Yeah, your, your goal <laughs> is to find a tell. But the 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 scheme and the defense, it just didn't it they just didn't look ready and they didn't look that well prepared. Um, and some of the stuff was just the basics. I mean, the stuff we've seen all year long, the rallying to tackles, the you know the tackles and the tackles for loss, just everything. And and you know the defensive line themselves. I mean, just got pushed back and just got demolished and that's you know you hear it time and time again but that's where games are won and lost is right there in the trenches and that that uh, uh rams offensive line pushed them around and that's just that's not gonna it's not gonna kick that what's the word i'm looking for that's not gonna get it done so being the football guru that you are i have a question for you <clears throat> just because i want your your take on this obviously several people have given their take but why was Seattle unable to run? This is just based on what you saw in the games. Why was Seattle shut down and then LA was able to just run all over you? What was different? The thing with LA is they like to, they, they, they have a play and on any individual play, the ball can go three different ways. Um, it's just, the, I mean, the, when you watch the, how they run their offense, it's so, I mean, it, it's very, I don't want to say collegiate, but it's just very, just, there's so much going on. The wide receivers are all doing something, you know, all doing some crazy route. The tight ends, you know, going one way, the running backs going one way, the offensive lines going another. I mean, every, there's just so much coming at you that, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to gauge. It's hard, just hard to gauge. You know where is the damn ball? First of all, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, with Seattle, Seattle's very much like Dallas, where it's just you know zone run, just hand the ball, and this is where we're going. You know, this is what we're doing. Um, LA just they add everything else, you know, to kind of spice it up a little bit, and that just throws confusion at everybody. It was frustrating for me and to then, watch. Well, well, sorry, and well, then obviously. A running back like Gurley, he is a great running back. You know, there are the arguments out there. Is he number one or is he number two? You know, him and Zeke, that kind of thing. Um, there, I think, I, in my opinion, that's one A and one B. Zeke obviously being one A, but one A and one B. That's I mean, those are the two best backs in the league. Minus Bell, he wasn't there. So, well, and Goff wouldn't whatever. be what Goff is without Gurley, like, right? They, they need <clears throat> right. They need that running in that offense. Uh, and it's, well, not, it's not a run first offense per se, but it's like they need that. Yep. Um, well, and what, even even though they're not necessarily a run first, you know they they put Gurley out on uh, put Gurley out wide all the time, all the time. So you know there you go. But um, excuse me, Goff definitely is a um, he he still pushes the ball. But once uh, Cooper Cup went down, I mean they the numbers went down, yeah. you know, just a little bit, and, and some some struggles came in. But um, 
No, uh, definitely hats off to uh, to L.A. and their offense. Uh, it was, like I, like I was about to say, it's, it was frustrating for me as a Seahawks fan watching it because I, that question popped up for me going, well, what the hell? <laughs> right. Why are they like, they're able to just, because I expected that to become a Goff, is, if they're going to win this game, it's going to be Goff having to steal the show because, I mean, Dallas, look what they did to Seattle. They just look what they did to New Orleans. They absolutely, yeah, they absolutely shut them down. And so I, that's what I expected to see. And then all of a sudden, they're just running all over you guys. And I'm just I, I'm kind of a little pissed off. Like, well, this is bullshit. Yeah. And even, uh, you know, and then you had uh, some Seahawks jumping on um, Twitter and, and Frank Clark, of course, talking about how, God, I wish we would have played the Rams. We'd be running all over this. You know, it just, it was a real bummer. You never know what can happen. No. And, and then it was just... You know, just watching it, you know, from the deep, the defensive side, it's just, I mean, bad games. And you had this weird, I mean, as great as a player as he is, Sean Lee, you know, you've you've gotten to this point with Van Der Esch, and then you try to throw in this rotation where you have Van Der Esch come out and Lee come in. So you have Lee and, and uh, uh, Jalen Smith, and then Jalen comes out, and then you have Damian Wilson and, and um, uh, Sean Lee. And, I mean, it's just this, there was this, constant like it, like rotation it. and I, I it as far as the linebackers go you know you do what got you there with the players that got you there and there was just i don't know i i could that rotation have screwed things up a little bit with you know some defensive calls or some defensive audibles who knows but um they, that was that was something that was kind of weird to to constantly see and you know they do that often but um i don't know almost like they were overthinking it a little bit kind of yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of what it seemed, but but again, just you know, you had had, um, bad you know bad plays from from everybody on the defense. Just a you know bad day at the office kind of thing. Well, hats off to your Cowboys for being in that game to start with, uh, and it sucks that uh, it's over. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And you're welcome, um, America, America. <laughs> people of the uh people who watch television <laughs> well, i guess they don't people watch. well and people who um run those television stations because that was like one of the highest rated games ever which usually is dallas is playing but you had a big giant market in la um with all the celebrities there and on all that business and then you got you know dallas coming to town you did playoffs have a, you did have a huge dallas turnout good yep. god yep lots of dallas fans there mm-hmm. which was gross can do better than that la come on no, not until they get that new uh the new stadium new stadium uh all right anything else you want to talk about your game or are you just done ready to move on um no nah, i think i'm good i think i'm, I'm yep yeah, yep let me think yep i'm good <laughs> really wasn't a whole lot to it it was a simple ass whooping and even though you know what i'm 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 all right with a, an ass whooping and but the thing is like it's you say ass whooping, but you only lost by eight. But when you watch the and game, had, well, when you watch, yeah, you're absolutely right. But you weren't. It's not like you didn't have any. Like towards that, like there was still you had that slim, very chance, slim, yeah. Which if you were Pete Carroll, that's all you ever want. Have that chance in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but you know, and 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 well, I didn't even mention it. But I mean, props to. I mean, every, I know everybody hates him. Everybody wants him gone. But props to to Garrett for going on it and being aggressive early. Um, I think it was the first drive, or maybe it was the sec- first or second drive. 
you know, it was fourth and one. And I was, I was already, I said, go for it. It's, you're in the divisional round. Like, it's all or nothing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and, and they did. They were, they were aggressive. Now, granted, the person who calls the plays, eh, but that's a that's, whole other story. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But, um, you know, props to them for, for wanting to be aggressive and, you know, keep, keep drives alive. So, all right. Well, Let's move on to the rest of the divisional round. Shall we? Shall we? The game before you was the Colts visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs ended up, you want to talk about an ass beating. Yeah. Uh, 31 to 13 was the final in that game. And I tell you what, did you watch all four, all four games or Mm-mm. no? No, I watched the, I watched the Indy KC game and then I saw bits of the, um, the lack New England game. No Eagles. No Eagles. Didn't watch no Eagles and no Lego. Ah, yes. You know you can watch that the games. I was nah. while you're doing Lego. I was concentrating. Oh, concentrating. Uh, anyway, so Andrew Luck looked like a piece of garbage, and uh, it was, <laughs> was and his you know his stats are okay, but not really. I mean, nineteen for thirty six, two hundred three yards, and and a touchdown, and a cornerback rating of nineteen point seven. Not good. They just, it felt like Kansas City just owned that game from the very beginning and they just never looked back. Yep. And you had Mahomes with his freaky throws. God, he's ridiculous. Just, did you watch, did you see that little clip? He was, he was talking with uh, Peter King. Oh, on the no look throws? Yeah. Yeah. And he was just, he was, he was talking oh, about do this and how, this. And he's like, just, this is kind of how I'm, I'm doing this and this. And then he just, not even looking to his left, just throws the ball and it hits it, ding, right in the middle. And it's just like, you're kind of accurate, aren't you? It's, he is, he's ridiculous. I don't know what other word to use because every, every game you watch him in, he's got some sidearm throw that he not only is like, gets it out there with power, but with accuracy and he puts it exactly where it needs to be. I, I, I don't t- get it. I tell you what though, um, and obviously it wasn't this year, but next year and the years to come those that i really do think that those kinds of things are going to start biting him in the ass because he does a lot of throws where he's he's running to his right throwing back across his uh, across his body to the left sidearm most quarterbacks that's an interception you um, do that. it's gonna it's gonna catch up <laughs> get it catch up got it because yes, he's a catch yeah gotcha <laughs> uh his stat line 27 for 41 278 yards uh no touchdowns it was like i said like i was saying about goff this is the other quarterback that had what i would consider a great day however his stats wouldn't tell you that right uh but he just marched them down the field and they're you know williams rushed for 129 yards and a touchdown i mean it was just an absolute ass whooping indianapolis who i hoped was going to absolutely go in there and make a statement and you were going to see captain andrew luck and they just god they looked terrible it was not a good game by them sunday uh we we had we let off with lack at new england so chargers went to new england and uh mr brady showed up god i was one of those that of course was <laughs> thought that the chargers were going to go in there everyone has been saying how the patriots were lucky to even get in the playoffs. They didn't look that great. They were struggling. This is the end of the dynasty. It's all over for Brady. He's old. You can tell. 
and he put on a goddamn clinic again. It was like the it was like the guy the old the old guy that shows up in the gym and just starts, you know, you got the kids, you know, the bros running their tanks over there, and the old guy in his white t shirt and and uh, New Balance just shows up and starts outlifting them. <laughs> <laughs> Show you how it's done. I mean, he just I don't understand. Everyone counted him out, and and they went out there and they forty one to twenty eight. Chargers never looked felt like they got anything going, and <laughs> Philip Rivers is out there. Bitching and moaning as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he does something doesn't go his way, he's turning into a ref and screaming. And we'll get to ref talk later. Oh my god, it's just. And I, I don't know if if yeah, then Brady after the game. I know everybody said we suck, but <sighs> yeah, everyone thought you sucked, and you came out and you surprised everybody. And now, who who knows what's going to happen? But I mean, you, he's forty. Was he forty one? Forty yeah, forty one, I believe. Thirty four for forty four, three hundred and forty three yards and a touchdown. And I'm not kidding you. He those ten incompletions, that's all he had. He looked amazing. And I and I'm not a we you guys have heard me say plenty of times, I'm not I don't like Tom Brady. But I respect Tom Brady for the greatness that his career has been. Whether he's the greatest of all time, I don't know. But there was a, a post that NFL put out on Instagram. I think it was a, it was the recap of the um, the lack New England game, and uh, Dez actually commented on. It. He was like, "God, the AFC can't wait for Brady to retire." <laughs> well, and that's the thing we've talked about how Brady's had the luck of being in a, just a garbage division for most of his career. Yep, and and that helps. But the thing is, though, is again. Any, it, all you got to do is get to the playoffs, and then you don't get to use the excuse that you had a garbage division. In the playoffs, you have to go up against the best of the best. Yep. And he out, goes out there and performs every time. And what is this, his 13th or something AFC championship game? Or It's a ridiculous number that he's had that many. Some, yeah, something like that. It's something nuts. It's any, uh, Yeah. Like, I think he's like 19-year career and 13 in AFC championships. That's just stupid. <laughs> just dumb. So, sorry, Philip Rivers, you're gone. I'm not sorry. You can go home and cry. Go back to your ranch. Go take Montana. care of your kids. Yeah. Jesus. I think they're having another one. Are they? Yeah. Fuck. Stop breeding. <laughs> uh, all right. And then the weekend finish. If you have enough rivers, you're going to get an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it with the puns. Wow. God, that was probably one of your better ones, too. He's got a delta at home. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I need laugh. I need to laugh. It's good. Uh, that's getting cut up and sent to preview this episode. Uh, and then the weekend finished off with apparently a game you didn't watch at all. So you probably know nothing about it except for the fact that uh, your Eagles lost. Yep. And you're happy about that. Cry, Eagles, cry. Uh, New Orleans, 20 to 14. Um, the fact that the Eagles even had a chance at the end was pretty amazing because New Orleans looked pretty good. They only scored 20 points, but uh, it was a weird game because it started off you, it just pure shit for Drew Brees. His first pass was an interception, mm-hmm. and you thought, oh, God, and they went up. They went down 14 nothing, and you're like, oh, my God, Nick Foles is going to do this again. He's going back to a championship game. If he goes to the Super Bowl, all hell is going to break loose. Um, what the hell? 
And then Drew Brees, uh, he did what he does. And he came back and ended up throwing for 301 yard, uh, 20 to 38, two touchdowns. And they, they, they kicked ass and, and Philly didn't score another point. <laughs> and, and you feel like Nick Foles at the end, like they had a chance that was in their hands, fourth quarter, not much time left. And they're marching down the field and, uh, Alshon Jeffrey right through his hands, right through his hands and a ball that he normally catches. And you felt bad as Nick put that ball in a spot just for him. And it just right through intercepted game over and uh, new orleans moves on so that's a good that's a that's a good matchup well i mean it's a rematch i'm excited to see that one well it's just funny because we went through this whole playoffs and we could have just gotten to this point because now we have the one and the two in both fucking conferences yep <laughs> we had to go through all that yep. to get one and two playing each other so now you get uh you get lar no lar no and nay and nay and <laughs> In apparently ridiculously frigid temperatures in Kansas City, where a blood moon is going to show over the stadium too. Is it? Yeah. I hope it's Brady's How blood. How cool is that? <laughs> I hope it's Brady's blood all over the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like negative fifteen or something. I mean, ridiculously cold. Um, and you know what? Well, we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it a little bit here. Um. I'll start the first NFL story that I want to start with because I want your opinion on it goes right along with the Eagles, which I know you love talking about the Eagles. Mm. You love it. It's my favorite. It's your fave. But the whole Wentz Foles thing, if you were the Eagles, what would you do? Foles came out and said, I want to be a starter. They've got an option, a team option on him for the next season. He can buy his way out of that, become a free agent, pay back two million. But if you were the Eagles, you got to go back to Wentz, right? Like, that's duh. Um, well, so Wentz was drafted in 16. We are now only going into the 19 season. And how much uh, draft capital did Philly give to move up and get Wentz? I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Why don't you look it up? He is uh, injury prone, as we've obviously seen. He has not made it through a... Uh, last two seasons and nick Foles, although i feel like he is a career backup he helped them win a super bowl so i think it's a it's a unique situation so um for that second uh or yeah for that second pick in the first round they gave up the number eight pick in 16 the uh a third round in 16 and a fourth round pick in 16 and a 17 first rounder and an 18 second rounder. Um, and I don't think they're going to want to move on or sit somebody they gave up that much capital for. No. And then, and, but you know, like you said, now they're in this weird position though, where <laughs> anytime Wentz goes down and Foles comes in, they start winning and you saw it. Um, you know, obviously last year, Foles took them and they won it all. And then this year, um, Wentz gets hurt and Foles comes in and then they make the playoffs and then they, um, um, shit, I already forgot. Who'd they beat wild card round? Last year? No, this year. Oh, this year? who they beat? They beat uh, that one team. 
<laughs> we're tired. We're getting old. Um, we're tired and we're getting so old. So Dallas Hold beat on. Seattle. Philly beat uh, Chicago. There, yeah, that's the one. The, the Bears. Stop, <laughs> Bears. That's right. It was the doink, doink game. Um, doink, and so, they, I mean, there you go. I mean, you, you had Foles get you in the playoffs, uh, win you a wild card, uh, wild card game, and had you in position to win the divisional round game. So, uh, yeah, that's... That's a tough spot for them, but I don't really care about them, so they could do whatever they want and screw up their entire franchise. So you know what? Yeah, get rid of Wentz. Get rid of Wentz or trade him and keep Foles. Or you know what? Let Foles go and keep Wentz, and Wentz will keep getting hurt. So, you, you know, do what you want. Bring back Donovan McNabb. Yeah, you know what? Bring him back. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if I were the Eagles, I would not get that dramatic. <laughs> I would, uh, I would actually do the nice thing. I would not pick up the option, and I would just let him go be a free agent. What do you, you're going to get paid back two million dollars? You don't get anything from him by him buying himself out of it, except for you get two million bucks. So he he wants to be a starter. He wants to be a starter. Somehow. Um. So I, in my mind, I think that automatically takes him out of the NFC. <clears throat> you think so? Well, let's run through. So let's run through the West. So you have Wilson, Garoppolo, Goff, and Rosen. And then in the South, you've got uh, um, Breeze, Newton, Winston, and uh, uh, Matt Ryan. Well, except for apparently Cam Newton might be sitting out a whole year. Well, we'll see. Um, Tampa Bay, how much longer they're going to be letting him eat W's. (laughs) <laughs> that's true um east obviously you've got uh prescott wentz or Foles, i guess but prescott wentz um <laughs> manning and uh, uh uh alex smith uh and then in the north obviously aaron and um aaron and matt stafford stafford and then um kirk cousins mr cousins so million dollar the guy. afc really that's true you look at the afc and they got there's like a whole lot of nothing the afc could use some quarterbacks and that's fine just send them all over the afc <laughs> oh that's funny uh any other uh coaching updates that you found interesting besides uh, besides adam gase's besides press conference adam gase Good God. You've seen the taco. Yes, oh, yes. my God. And I, I have no idea. Well, like, I peed myself. I saw it. I was that. like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> His eyes, like. If you haven't seen it, he's he looks like he's tripping balls on something <laughs> and he's just his eyes are like darting around in this and they keep and they're like bulging out of his head. Yeah, they start bulging every once and it's like, OK, what the hell is he on? It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was weird. I'm sure the first thing I saw when I saw him sit down, I went, oh, my God god roger rabbit like that's judge too <laughs> just it's the craziest thing i've ever seen it so was weird yeah so the uh, Bengals still don't have a coach yeah uh broncos got their guy well what i was gonna say was so just to start off at least with the cowboys as far as coaching goes so oh, yes. uh, you know he had richard up for interviews with the jets and with the dolphins um for their head coaching spots and obviously it came down to the big the big talk coming out friday night and saturday morning was that the dolphins were zeroing in on them and then there was a whole bunch of people that were kind of like oh wait a minute they haven't they're really interested in this uh flores guy from new england um and then uh i think it was 
I don't know if it was just before the game or just after the game that um, that came out that Miami was going to go with them. And so Richard, as it stands now, will remain in, in Dallas and will most likely get you know a promotion of some sorts. But uh, definitely a, a good positive going into the offseason that Chris Richard will, will be there uh, next season. Um. Yeah, but yeah, Adam Gase is. I that's, that, that was that was strange. so weird. So so weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what else here? Uh, oh well. Speaking of coaches and the Cowboys, you're apparently you got your coaching staff. Yeah, so Chargers are going to coach the Pro Bowl. Huh? I think it was originally New Orleans. This coaching staff. I don't remember whose coaching staff it was that was originally going to do it, but whoever it is, it's either New Orleans or LA. One of the two. Maybe it was LA's coaches that were going to do the Pro Bowl, but. Um, so now Dallas again will do the Pro Bowl, which, um, you know, when they do that, they, I don't know, I'm trying to think. No, 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 I'm confusing Pro Bowl with Senior Bowl, sorry. Um, the year they coached the Senior Bowl, um, they got to, you know, obviously you get a real good look at some top prospects coming into the draft. Um, but no, Pro Bowl, cool, yeah. <laughs> hooray! Actually, no, well, hooray, speaking of just, uh, even though it, all pro is what means more. All right. pro gets you into the Hall of Fame, but it was still good. So uh actually came out today that uh, Vander Esch was added to added to the was he? So yes, um, Russell was added to. Who cares? But Vander Esch. That's yep. Sweet. So yeah, Vander Esch, um, my boy, the third defensive rookie for the Dallas Cowboys to make the Pro Bowl. Um, no, he had. I mean, great year, and it's he's got a bright future ahead of him. I stumbled across this article, and I want to go through it real quick just because uh, I feel like it. And, <laughs> and I want to see, like, so now the, the season's over. Best and worst 2018 NFL free agent signings. So they go through the five best and the five worst. Does that include trades? Uh, I don't know. Just I, Well, no, I guess it'd no, be just free agent free agents. Yeah, yeah. So uh, five best. You want to go best or worst first? Worst. You want to go worst first? All right. Worst first. Okay, so here's the five worst. Sam Bradford, quarterback, Arizona Cardinals. Oh, One year, $20 million. Yeah, and we talked about that, that stat where he's got like, I don't know, what, 40-some starts or 50-some starts or just some, some weird low number for, him, the, for the amount of time he's been in the league, a crazy low number of starts <laughs> and the amount of money he's made. Good on you. He cost the Cardinals nearly $16 million for three games, all of which they lost. Yeah. Number two, Vontae Davis, Buffalo Bills, one year, five million. Wasn't an unreasonable deal price wise, uh, but the fact that he retired at halftime. <laughs> yeah, just literally walked out the stadium. <laughs> was like, I'm done. I'm done. Do you remember week so, two? Week two, he's so just retired. I think he used to be, I think he was originally with Miami. And when Miami was on hard knocks, that's when they traded him to Indianapolis. And when he came, like, you could tell he was a little different, like a little. Just a little different, but uh, um, I think it was Philbin at the time. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but they called him in the office and to let him know he was traded. And it just seemed like he he was just like nodding his head, but it just didn't seem like he knew. Like, yeah, you just got traded. You're you need to move. You're going to move to a new city, play for a new team. He just had this weird look on his face. So and I don't know. And how him and because I'm pretty sure him and Vernon Davis are, are brothers. I don't quote the him genetics on that. thing. <laughs> 23 yeah. and me look it up yeah <laughs> uh number three nate solder offensive tackle new york giants four years 62 million dollars uh so they won the bidding war for him 30 years old uh 34.8 million dollars in full guarantees 
Uh, it made him at the time the highest paid tackle in NFL history. Uh, unfortunately, only Oops. nine only nine NFL teams allowed more sacks than the Giants did in 2018. So uh, here's one that I knew was going to happen. Former Seahawk, number four, Paul Richardson. Five years, $40 million. Jets? Washington. Washington. Redskins. Oh, that's right. That's right. $12.5 million in full guarantees. Uh, still on the hook for a million in guaranteed salary in 2019. And uh, he was struggled with injuries. He <laughs> only caught 20 passes, 262 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, that not, is not, not going to do it. Not going to do it for $40 million. Number five makes me laugh. Poor guy. <laughs> Cody Parkey, kicker, <laughs> Chicago Bears. Four years, $15 million. And we all know how the season ended for Cody Parkey. Bunk, doink, bunk. doink. <laughs> Dun, dun. Uh, all right so the five best real quick uh number one drew Brees, quarterback new orleans saints no shit two years 50 million dollars he wasn't gonna go anywhere worth it uh number two eric ebron tight end indianapolis Col- colts worth it two years 13 million uh number three demario davis linebacker new orleans saints three years 24 million worth it right yeah yep number four cornerback kyle fuller for the chicago bears four years 56 million dollars i like that that'll work and the number five, Mike Pouncey. Mike Pouncey. For the lack. Two years, $15 million. And speaking of signings and all that kind of business, so, um, you know, obviously the big thing during the trade season was Amari Cooper. Oh, Dallas gave up way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, this and that. Not worth it. Overpaid. This and that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm pretty sure Dallas got a pretty damn good deal on that. Holy um, shit. With the season he had when he came in, um, and now, you know, obviously now that the season's over and, and Dallas is locked into that, that draft spot, so Oakland gets the 27th pick. Um, okay, so bottom of the first round, you know, the grades usually aren't there for a player to, you know, to use a first-round pick on. You're kind of in that area where you'll want to maybe just move back in the second round and, and gather more picks. But um, if you look at, you know, wide receiver being a position of need for Dallas, just let's just speak hypothetical here um at 27 what is what are you gonna get that could put up the same amount of production that cooper just gave you and already have the experience now that cooper has right not having and we've talked about that not having to uh deal with the rookie bullshit yep exactly so worth every penny in my opinion you gave up the uh, first round pick which was pick number 27 i think you're I think you're sitting pretty on that one. I think you won. It was a great pick. Next year, even bigger things. Uh, and finally, with NFL news, uh, I know it's a huge deal. Oh, this is the biggest news of all. Uh, Maroon 5, halftime show. <laughs> How excited are you for Maroon 5 at halftime? I can't wait for whatever political slash social slash... <laughs> just whatever statement that they want to come out and make. I'm just so, I'm so excited for it. Like you can hardly wait. I'm I could pee (laughs) (laughs) moving on. Uh, all right. Part one of our teams versus the off season. Uh, Andrew, give me one word to describe the Cowboys 2018 season. And why that one word hopeful. Ooh, I like that one. I'm going to go with hopeful. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the glass half full kind of thing. Um, and spare me all the bullshit. I don't care. Um, so in 16, you had Dak and Zeke come out and 
you obviously you went thirteen and three. You lost in the divisional round, but every, the thought there was, oh, I mean, these guys are going to be like we're excited for seventeen. I mean, this offense is going to be hard to stop. And then you had everything you happened had in seventeen. This year, you saw kind of the beginnings of what could be a really good defense going forward. And I think that the defense is going to take you a lot further than just straight offense is going to. Um, so that's why I would say, I mean, you, you obviously you saw yet again, another productive year from DeMarcus Lawrence. You saw Randy Gregory improve. You saw Jalen Smith come back to hundred percent and he just looks like a monster. Uh, and I've got to say, there's a picture of him. I don't know if you saw it. Actually, I'll show it to you. Show me. There's a picture of him uh, in the Rams game. And I swear to God, he looks like he's not human. His arm. Let me pull it up. I saw it and it was just like, good Lord. His arm looks like. Oh, my God. His arm looks like, like, you remember the original. Looks like Marble Rye from <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> well, I was going to say, but like, the, so like in the original Mortal Kombat before yeah, yeah, Jax yeah. had his metal arms. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, good Lord. But anyway, so you got Jalen Smith back. Guy goes to the gym. To 100%. Um, he's obviously going to be exciting as he improves and gets better. Um, the big pick that everybody was like, what the hell is that? Um, Leighton Vander Esch, you saw the type of year he had. You could see, you know, the progression that he's made this season and going into next season. I love him. And then obviously the the talent with Byron Jones moving to corner. I mean, just there's so many um, young pieces on that defense that you know add to it with uh you know via the draft and and maybe a free agent signing or two um and then obviously with Chris Richard staying and having yet again uh or yet another off season to kind of work through things um and then with the obviously with with Dak and Zeke on the other side and then with the offensive line coming back together hopefully uh all signs point that Travis Frederick's going to be ready for off season which is awesome news um, considering that's something that some people don't ever come back from. So um, definitely good news. But, um, you know, a healthy, a fully healthy offensive line, hopefully that remains that way throughout the season. You know, there's always injuries, but um, hopefully that offensive line is able to regain that 2014, 2015, you know, type of play. Um, with the other good, with the other news coming out that, um, Mark Colombo intends to come back um, to coach the offensive line. Awesome news. So I think with all of that kind of stuff, you know, the young defense or just a young team overall, I think that was the only team in the playoffs that, that the average age of starters was under 30 or, or, or if it wasn't that it was, they had crap. I don't remember what the stat was. Either way, Dallas is one of the youngest teams in the league. And so, as much crap as we want to throw towards the coaching staff and, and the offensive coordinator, if you just look at the players, there's something there to be excited about. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Ryan, what do you, would you have to say about the uh, 2018 Seattle Seahawks season? Uh, their pile? Pile. <laughs> uh, hopeful was a good one. Shit. It's not what I was going to use, but I was like trying to think of a word, and man, I'm going to go with better. <laughs> <laughs> I 
better than but yes as in better than expected not damn it you need to be better <laughs> also true how but more but yeah along the lines of better than expected we, we have talked about it over and over again we came into the season with experts and and a lot of myself I, I i went in saying that they will be better than everyone thinks however they exceeded even my expectations and what i meant when i said that um and what i wanted more of course you wanted more i mean you always want more especially when they make it to the playoffs yep it gives you that hope that oh my god like how crazy would it be if this team were to do, you know, whatever, you know, move on and or get there and do something big, and but then you lose to Dallas, and yeah. then you lose to Dallas, and all your world crumbles. <laughs> but <the laughs> but uh, no, better than expected because you know what? That's what it was, and and we can sit here and and hash out the mistakes that were made, and the you know they could have moved on, they could have done more, but in the end it's hopeful is such a great word on your end because that's what it is it allows you to look forward and think okay well if they were better than expected this season as long as they do everything right in the off season what what can happen next year yep exactly lots of things and kind of you know and for both teams they're they're i mean seattle had a big purge of you know of talent oh, and, God, yeah. and big name players and and high price players you know this off season and they were able to put together the kind of season they had you know dallas starting three and five and then both teams going through what they went through to get to the divisional round um you know both both teams and and i'll sp- just speak for dallas but i mean Dal- it's dallas you're on the upswing you know you're not you're not getting old you're not you know on a complete tailspin i mean the this team is growing up i guess is the way to put it you Seahawks, you got rid of Bennett, Sherman, Cam left. Earl was there, but he was only there for a little bit, and you had to deal with all his drama. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham, Paul Richardson, like all these big names left, and yet you brought in a bunch of of guys Walls. we didn't know. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> You know, he had his moments, but there was obviously something about him that they didn't like. <laughs> that none of us fans. Maybe it was could the see. stealing of the woman's purse. You shouldn't do that. You really shouldn't do that. Uh, but yeah, all those big names to leave, and they were all like names we knew here. And then you get all these people that we have. We don't know who these people are. You know, these rookies that come in, and and some of them shine, and some of them had some, you know, some issues here and there. But to get rid of all that and to finish where you finished. Uh, kudos. I'll take it. I'll actually be the positive one and not be the negative Nancy and be like, God damn it, you guys should have won. Should have won it all. Should have won it all, man. All or nothing. I'll just be proud and happy that that it was better than expected. But next year, tell you what. (laughs) Tell you what. Tell you what. Better win it all. (laughs) Better win it all. Uh, You want to go to the White House? (laughs) Have cheeseburgers. Have a cheeseburger. I heard they got McDonald's. They had everything. They had McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Pizza Hut. You know what? You know what that dinner, that table reminded me of. That the table reminded me of the whole scene from uh, Talladega Nights, where they're sitting around, yes. <laughs> worked hard on this meal. Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, yeah, delicious. KFC. Was there Taco Bell? I don't think there was Taco Bell there or KFC. I think it was I just know. Wendy's. Well, he's a cheap bastard. Burger King. Then. That's bullshit. 
If you're going to get fast food, get the good stuff. uh, Hey, as long as there was some Wendy's nuggets, (laughs) love me some Wendy's chicken nuggets, (laughs) junior bacon cheeseburger, some Wendy's nuggets. God. Come to the White House. Uh, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. What's the one, the biggest thing, the one thing that needs to be addressed this offseason for the Cowboys? I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of stuff, but if you had to pick one thing that's the biggest thing what is it offensive coordinator god i knew you were gonna say that but hey fire him get him out of there get a new one in no so (laughs) so here's the thing with that that's just that's just playing the media that's coming out and not gonna just say oh yeah we're firing him we're getting we're getting rid of him asap that's just like no we we they obviously every team does things differently and they're gonna go through and they'll do a you know a full season long evaluation whatever they'll They'll do what they're going to do, right. but you know, just fire I don't. Guy. I don't think that he's going to be OC now. Nothing's to say that he maybe doesn't remain with the team in some sort of capacity. Maybe it be maybe he'd be better as a quarterback coach. Maybe he'd be better as a uh, water boy. I don't know, but <laughs> get it. I mean, I, I think sucks. I think a fresh system now. You may holler up and down that you want Linehan gone. I'm one of them, but. I also know that if you're going to bring in a new OC, things aren't going to be perfect right off the bat. You're going to go through growing pains. You're going to go through, you know, the you know the the offense as a whole and the coordinator. Kind of, it's going to take a while for that to mesh, um, especially when you've been running the same system for however long they've been running it. Um, so if you do want a new, new OC, yes, I do. Expect there to be some sort of growing pains there. But I think that is the that's the one that's the one biggest thing that that the team needs to do going forward. Knew you were going to say that. Knew it. Has Jerry uh, had said anything since again? I know Steven's been out there and saying stuff, but so yeah, Steven said uh, you know we're not making any decisions now. Right. We're going to evaluate everything, and Jerry basically said the same thing, but also threw in. Um, you know, it's way too early to be saying that, you know, this person or that person is going to be here. Seahawks right now. This last year, the Seahawks had already fired Bevel. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. A, it was a good day. It's a great day. Still doesn't have a job in the NFL. It's so weird. It's strange. Um, uh, maybe Dallas brings a bit. That's the thing, though, too, is like if you're going to fire him, who takes his place? Like the thing, like you have, it's, it's, and I heard this said a lot this week and it makes perfect sense. I get it. I agree with you. I'm not a Dallas fan, but I think that he's a problem. However, you have to have somebody, at least a, a in your mind, you have, they have to have a short little list of people that they would want to come do that. And they probably have to know through some very casual conversations that they have a possibility of one of those people taking the job. Right. Otherwise, what's the point? Well, and the you know the other the besides the play calling, just take the play calling out of it. He was also one of the big ones that, um, you know, last off season said we don't need Des. Des can go. We will do go by a committee. We'll be fine. Um, I don't want Frank Pollock here. Uh, I want a new tight ends coach. I want a new offensive line coach. Bring in Paul Alexander. And most of those moves did not work out. It didn't work out at all. You know, by week six and seven, it was okay. Nope. Um, you you messed up. We need a big time receiver. And uh, Paul, 
you and your your watch alignment, open a ketchup bottle, see how smart they are. You gotta go. Yeah. I mean, it's just those, and there were whisp- plenty of whispers leading up into the season that he was the big driving force with you know Dez and all that business. So, um, you know, you heard it that Garrett was the last one. He did not want Dez to go. Um, Jerry the same way, and so. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. God, I wish he was still a cowboy. You got Cooper. It'll be okay. Yeah, but could you imagine Dez All, and Cooper? Why would that? Would they even made that move if Dez is still there? You know. But the both of them together, though? I'm saying. Oh, shit. Yeah. Watch like, out. Be like a Lar situation. Uh, all right. So, biggest one for my team. Um, I'm not going to say offensive coordinator, believe it or not. Because there's nothing. He's staying. And I actually don't want him to be fired, believe it or not. So, pass rush. And that can mean several different things. It could mean... No, uh, you cannot have Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. I mean, I could. Nah. <laughs> uh, it, it could mean lots of things. It can mean uh, going out and, and getting somebody, either draft or free agent, because you, <laughs> Von Miller, <laughs> because you need to sign somebody to complement your newly re-signed Frank Clark. Or it could mean literally just make sure you re-sign Frank Clark. <laughs> that could be the only thing. I Before coming here, I have been off Twitter most of the day. And I haven't read the story yet, but I, I, I saw somebody retweeted it. So I went through his timeline and I retweeted one of them. But Frank Clark's been on Twitter all night talking about how he, ju- pl- he played the season at what. And this is he says he would not lie about this. This is in his own estimation. He played the season at 60%. If that's 60%, holy shit. Well, he was, and he was talking specifically a lot about his elbow against Minnesota. He tore his UCL. UCL twice. Yeah. Both against Minnesota. That's insane. So pay him all the monies. All of them. I don't care how much. Just pay him all. All the cap. All of it. <laughs> Just give him... Sorry, Russell's camp. Give him. Oh, yeah. Tell Russell. Too bad for you. All of it. Okay. So, I, I mean, I, maybe we've talked about this, Russell's and I don't remember. Um, I love that that joke is literally the Russell's camp joke is stuck around for so, a long time. So, speaking of Russell and Russell's camp, does <sighs> it does the Yankees thing bother you? The I'm going to spring training again yeah. to play the Yankees? Yeah. Um, it's, an, it's, a, it's an interesting subject because we're going to talk about it here because somebody asked us on our mailbag about the Kyle Murray. And... Uh, it doesn't, it bugs me that it's the Yankees. I liked it much better when it was the Rockies, <laughs> but that's only cause I hate the Yankees with I know. absolute passion. Well, I asked you, but, uh, oh, so you don't care about the actual baseball part of it. Well, just that's the fact part that of I that, hate that. That's part of it. Um, as long as he doesn't get hurt. No, I don't care. So it, he loves baseball and he's just going to go hang out and, and that's so, and that's, that's, that's the point of view I take is as long as they don't get injured, who cares? It's the off season because, you know, even though it's not baseball, when Roma would golf in the off season, and oh, that yeah. was a big story, it's the off season. It's allowed to go golf. He's all right, and he's a damn good golfer. And yeah. I'm sure Wilson's a damn good baseball player. He's okay. Uh, okay, he sucks. Um, it's actually really not that good. Is Tebow better? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Tebow is. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, but no, it's it it's it's whatever. Just. I don't care. They, I mean, it's, they, they they put they put in the hours and have and have plenty of time to he, 
do the football stuff. Here, here's where I would get upset. If one, he got hurt, that'd be one thing. And then two, if you were able to notice that it absolutely affected his preparation for the season, right? then yeah, I'd have a problem with it. But according to him and according to his coaches and people that know him, he spends pretty much every waking moment studying football. And so if he wants to take a little break to go on vacation, I don't care. He wants to take a little break to go play baseball because he loves baseball. I, I look at like my son, like look at our kids and you're trying to like figure out like what are they going to be into? What are they going to be into? And you've got like my son who is obsessed with baseball, obsessed with golf, obsessed with football and obsessed with hockey. Yep. I have four sports. What the hell? Are, like, I don't want to push him towards one or the other, but I'm going to let him choose. But I mean, if he ends up liking when I was a kid, I played baseball and golf. I played them at the same time and which was brutal. And I should have chosen a fall sport and a spring sport. And, you know, like I'll probably push Emmett towards, you know, picking something to play fall winter. Mm-hmm. And it most likely will end up being hockey the way he's going now, which will make his mama happy because mama doesn't really like the foosball with friends. And then, uh, uh, you know, as we get to spring, I would assume that he'll pick between baseball and golf. Yep. Because he loves both. So I, I, I don't know. Go have fun. The Kyler Murray thing, we're talking about that in a second. That's a whole different story. Um, all right, so you pretty much uh, – the question is how are you feeling about your team as you look forward to 2019. Uh, you pretty much went over that already. You're hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful. I share the same feeling. Hopeful, although here's the thing. We can be hopeful right now, but the offseason is a long one. We have free agency. We have – so you're going to lose some players maybe gain some players you have the draft we don't know who you're going to draft uh and you have you know training camp all this stuff that happens to get to your 53 for opening weekend and between now and then that hopeful <laughs> can either become really hopeful or not so much <laughs> i'm ready for august already right like i can't believe like i'm sitting here and i'm going through like what we're going to do and i'm going oh man I usually love winter, and I'm like, shit, I kind of want August to get here. <laughs> Ready for some preseason. <laughs> Weird. Uh, all right, let's jump right in. We're, we're getting towards the end here. Uh, championship weekend. Um, preview of the games, just our thoughts real quick on each of them. Um, the Rams heading to New Orleans. What do you think? Um I'll just say that the atmosphere in that dome is going to be rough. For Lar. For Lar. Um, that atmosphere is tough for any team. That yeah. place is insane. Yep. Um, I think you're going to end up with... Um, God, it's 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 one of those games where I have yeah we've seen it. So you have the two, one, two of the elite offenses this season in the NFL, and you you have this. Rams were six and two on the road all season. Saints were six and two at home. Um, the Saint the the line right now is New Orleans minus three and a half. I mean. It's not much right going on in that game. Um, I think it comes down to the running game for both teams because they're going to pass the ball. That's what they do. Both of them do. 
I think we're going to see an offensive show. It won't be Chiefs, Rams. It'll just be like Rams, Saints earlier. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I think it'll be a, good, a really good game, I assume. It could be an absolute blowout. New Orleans could just go in there and kill it. But there, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That's it. Well, I was going to say, if there, I mean, maybe we'll get there, but if if there's one team of the remaining four that I would have no problem winning Super Bowl, it'd be New Orleans. I 100% agree. I like Drew Brees. I like Sean Payton. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's a good team, and I don't have a problem with them winning a Super Bowl whatsoever. And the best part about that, Des gets a ring. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. He sure does. I, I 100% and agree. They, and 100% well, agree. and they and New Orleans has has said that you know they they do want him to come back. Oh yeah. So you know obviously he's he's you know rehabbing doing all that business. Um, and New Orleans does want him back. So I mean we'll see if Drew Brees stick, stays on for you know another year and um, hopefully we get to see that because I you know as a Cowboys fan it sucks. You know I love Des. He's one of my absolute favorite players. But um, to be able to see him in that kind of offense. You know, it's it's exciting. If, if you're Drew Brees, you just signed a two year extension, right? Two year deal. But you, if he wins, Super you Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Stick? Yeah. Do you retire on top? Pull a Manning, or do, yeah, or do you risk coming back in their season and not being as good, and that's the way you go out? That's a tough call. Yeah, it is. But yeah, hmm. Des would get a ring. Des would get a ring. Uh, all right, AFC side, Patriots go to the Chiefs to play in uh, frigid minus fifteen. Uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to see in this game. Are we going to see the robot uh, Tom Brady go out there and just surprise us all again? Are you going to see Mahomes get his moment? They haven't played the Chiefs, even though they haven't played in this type of weather yet this season. Right. So I don't know. What do you think we're going to see? Um, Definitely not a... 41 to 28 game like new england just just played i think this is going to be a lot closer and hard fought of a game especially with the weather the way it's going to be um this is where the patriots struggled they struggled this year on the road they were yep. three and five so uh new england so new england struggles on the road obviously um kansas city is a another one of these really tough places to play and with the weather being like it is, that's only going to make the crowd just a lot more, just you know, rabid. Gotta you know, stay, if gotta, you're if you're gotta, out there in that temperature, yeah. you're going to be just got to cheer to stay warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just screaming and jumping around to to make as much noise and stay warm as possible. So, um, I really think this is going to be a really tough test for for New England. And and I know that you know Brady, he's been there, he's seen it all. Um, and you can never count him out. You can never count him out, but. Brady's only just Brady. So actually that's just stupid. It doesn't matter. If Brady's on the team and playing, then they have a shot. <laughs> it's just yeah. I just really hope it's not them. I'm s I I don't want to see him in another Super Bowl. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. Just don't. I just don't. Well like I say, well, speaking of that, so and funny it would be really funny if New Orleans were to win in the Super Bowl because it'd be at Atlanta's stadium. <laughs> <laughs> ouch ouchie but they just burned that stadium down and built Build a new on. one <laughs> a division rival just won a super bowl in our stadium god i don't want to see him in there 
It'd be cool to see, uh, as crazy as Mahomes is, it would be cool to see Mahomes have that moment where he just dominates as a rookie and just goes out there and goes nuts. And I guess he's not technically a rookie, but still. Young player. Young player. First full season as a starter. Um, But again, like you said, Brady's playing. He has a chance. Yep. Who knows? It'll be a great Sunday. And are you going to watch both games? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Are we having a Super Bowl party at your house this year? No. No? I don't know. It was great it's, last year. We had fun, man. too early to make plans. It's fun. I have to think ahead. <laughs> You're no fun. <laughs> All right. Social media mailbag. We have a theme song for that? No? <laughs> Somebody's getting tired over there. It was a stretch. Thank God we're going to the offseason. Our shows will get a lot shorter after this because... You're barely making it through an hour. Drink more bang. Just do 20-minute 20, 20 mini-episodes. They'll probably be about a half hour. We'll discuss that in a second. <laughs> we'll discuss. We'll discuss. We did get some questions and some topics on both the Twitter box and the Facebook. Oh, thank you all for our participating. Well, I'll give you a couple of guesses on who participated on Twitter. <laughs> Dennis from Ohio, you little dog. Hey, with you. Dennis. Hey. Uh, thank you. Oh, first of all, great show as always. Thank Th- you. Thanks, buddy. Second, what are your thoughts on the Antonio Brown saga? Rumor has it he wants to play for the 49ers, but not sure if I like that. Reading articles saying he is the issue, not team members. Steelers say they want a first-round draft pick in return. Uh, there's been some rumors swirling that the Seahawks would be interested in a trading, and I hope to God, no. Um, Hard No. Uh, well, Dallas is thrown in there just because it's well. Obviously, Dallas. Just, let's just throw Dallas in there in every story. Yeah, ever it'll ever it'll, it'll get clicks. Um, <laughs> if that were the case, yeah, I would I would take him. But anyways, um, with the 49ers, the 49ers is another one of those teams that you know, obviously with Garoppolo going down, that kind of derailed the entire season. But uh, Mullen stepped in and had some pretty damn good games. But uh, San Francisco is another one of those teams that could be surprisingly good. N- you know, next season. Um, obviously you saw the kind of season that Kittle had. So there's a playmaker there. Dude, um, really good. You know, with Goodwin and then maybe you bring in an Antonio Brown. Um, and you know, if Garoppolo is able to, to, to be the same player, um, that could be, a, I mean, that could be a, a pretty damn scary team. The thing with him is if I'm any other team besides Seattle, seriously, I wouldn't give a shit about the extras the bolt that you know his bullshit and the drama he's in he's antonio brown he's one of the best wide receivers in the game if not the one of, like the best right now much well much like Gurley and zeke i mean he that's one a and one b between right. you know him and julio jones or whoever whoever you you put out there i don't want him in seattle because i literally believe i don't care about the drama or any of that stuff i just don't think he fits in the offense they're obviously run first and look what happened when they tried to bring in like jimmy graham they, it yep. doesn't work they Russell want you know their their offense they want Tyler Lockett's they want you know David Moore's they don't want the big name and he's amazing and he'd be great but I I just don't think that he would work in Seattle that's the only reason why I wouldn't want him there uh and then Dennis from Ohio follows it up with another one also if you need more topics what are your thoughts on Kyler Murray uh shunning the Oakland A's and their 15 million dollars to stay uh in the NFL or in the football and enter the NFL draft and where do you think he will end up based on team needs? This is a uh, this is an interesting question because 
like we just talked about with Russell, you your first thoughts would be, okay, is going in the draft, he'll get picked high. Yep. Or will he? I think that if you're a team, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you're a team who's interested in him, I think you got to know from him that he in two years he's not going to say, yeah, I actually don't really like this. I want to go back to baseball. Right. Am I wrong there? There's there's some experts that say that'll drop him in the draft. Well, so <laughs> surprise, surprise. I just did a quick look just to just because I'm curious. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, you know, people think that New England would be the team that grabs him. Well, they and, and do hold, have an aging quarterback and, and, hold, and, you know, and holds on to him a little bit. They are going to need a replacement at some point when their robot breaks down and uh doesn't uh, accept the firmware updates anymore <laughs> <laughs> so uh god that would be weird i mean not weird but that would be yeah i mean would you if, if you had one of the top say if you needed a quarterback and you were in the you know say first round would you pick him he's an inch shorter than russell wilson russell can't see over the line <laughs> a lot Drew Brees, who is amazing, does have issues mm-hmm. seeing his receivers sometimes. Um, no. You would not take him? No. In a draft class that in the quarterback position is kind of weak. Correct. I'm with you. Nope. We don't agree on everything. That we agree on. He's talented. He is. Yeah, he is. Definitely. But when you see what's on the horizon with, uh, um, um, that's a to thing. A, uh, yeah. Taco Veloa, that guy. And, uh, you <laughs> know, and real, uh, Will Greer and I mean, and those kinds of players and well, and then even further down the road with friggin' sunshine over there in Clemson. Um, that's the thing is if you can you know, wait, <laughs> yeah, if you can just listen, fan base, look what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily tank per se, but I mean, come on. All right, let's move over here to the book of face. Jennifer, what's going on, Jen? Uh, she wants to know our thoughts on Andy Reid and the NFL. Went through th- two teams rebuilding, nothing special. The Walrus. Chiefs. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, it's 100% correct. Chiefs, new young quarterback. Does he feel better in that role uh, like back in college coaching? Yes, I think he is i mean we'll get there but i think he's gonna have all well he obviously is already having success but i think he's gonna be able to take it a step further than he has um like say when he was with philadelphia but i i think he with the kind of offense and the kind of coach he is i think with the, the those young teams i think that's where he thrives definitely i think that he's finally turned that corner whereas like we were talking about picking the games even last week it was well Andy Reid never wins in the playoffs right and I think now even if he were to lose to New England it's not like you're that's a loss that you can go darn it yeah ah shucks you I mean you damn it yeah you're losing to New England so that happens I I wouldn't be a, a, a disappointment especially looking at who your quarterback is and again that hopeful thing moving forward right they'll be back uh az pride is it just me or is this year by far the worst refs not calling penalties it's pretty damn awful um 
I was saving it for that question because I happened. I did see oh, that you question. Did see that question. I did see that question. And uh, if we talk about just the the Lardal game, Lardal. What the hell is here? It comes in, what the hell was in the grasp? Are you serious? I mean, <laughs> Dak's spinning and he's getting out of pressure, and then and then um, Lyle Collins has him. You know, like he's. He like grabbed him to like move him out of the way, and they blow the they blow the play dead. It was the dumbest thing I've ever like, seen. What the hell was that? But I mean, not to mention the you got all year long. Um, I know there's holding on every play, but when you're getting bear hugged or taken to the ground, and there's no flag, or when you're getting face masked, there's no flag. And then this year with the addition of uh, player safety and you know hits to the head and all that. I mean, there was just so much. It was just so bad. It was awful. Um, the NFL. That's a that's a really big issue that I saw this year, and they really need to get some shit straight, you know, this offseason. And don't and no more of these all star crews. Those games always ended up being the worst. Um, it, I mean, it was just it was from my point of view, it was just bad, and and not just because of like missed calls on on Dallas or or bad calls on them. I mean, just across. I mean, other games that I would watch, or even against the opponent, be like, yeah, that was a that was a terrible call. But I mean. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what the deal was this year. If we had if we could go back to our our teams with the offseason and put the refs in there and say if we had one word, I know the one word for the off officials this season would be the inconsistent. That's the that's the biggest it's one bugaboo. It's, it's so bad. Well, and you um I don't know, maybe it was this year more than I maybe I don't know. It just seemed to Oh, every time I'd hear it, I'd go like, God, again? But <laughs> anytime they'd go to Pereira or to um, any of those guys they have up there in the booth, it always seemed like they're like, oh, no, I wouldn't have called that. Or, oh, that was a bad call. Or this or that. It was, it was ne- There was a lot more uh, or, or a lot less instances where they were like, oh, yeah, no, that was a great call. It was perfect. Well, even so every network had their, their official in the yeah. booth now yeah. and their expert, whether it be a former official, whoever. And you're right. You heard more of, uh, yeah. like, I, I don't know what they <laughs> I'm were I'm not sure there. what that was. Yeah. I don't uh, know. It was, you're right. I mean, the, da- them, the, the play being blown dead was ridiculous. It, it, it's one thing if the guy has the, if, if the defense has the quarterback wrapped up <laughs> in the and grass. they want to call it, yeah. And they want to call it dead. I get that. Uh, your own player, like he's just trying to get him out of the way. I mean, it was weird. Like we're like, why is he grabbing him? And then you're like, oh, he's just gonna move him. <laughs> it, was, it was just so. It was, it was so, just so, so. It was bad. so frustrating and and uh, just all year long. Yeah, they were just like he says all across the field. He says, which is uh, which is great. By far the worst refs not calling. Uh, and when I say inconsistent, that is what I you, you saw just. Uh, I don't. It was probably a, a lot of teams, but I saw like versus Seattle. Russell Wilson got his face mask grabbed so much, and it was never called. Yeah, and yet that should be one of those penalties that's always called. Yeah, if you and because there's and there's always somebody there is a there is an official that is that is their job. Yep, their job is to look, and when they see that, throw a flag, and it happened all the time, and it was right, and they show the replay, and the official is standing right there. Yep, <laughs> just well, looking, and that's, and that's the frustrating thing is like you said with with being consistent, and there's. I mean, but there's two ways to go. You could, you know, keep kind of doing what you're doing where you maybe you let you let the players play if it's something blatant or whatever, then you call it. 
or you go the opposite direction and and with the I mean and it's just just a thought and just an idea because you never know it could be trending this way but you go with the kind of technology they have you go highly technical where you have I don't know sensors in the face mask and sensors in in gloves and and we're going there do you know how crazy you could get with you know, technology being implemented in the well, game. Aren't they but, already testing sensors but, in the ball? But do well, yeah. They they've got that. They've got player trackers. You know, to to judge speed and velocity and all that. But do you do you want to go that technical or do you want it more? I mean, you know, how's the game going to evolve? Well, and then if you stay more traditional and you're like, okay, well, we just need them to do better. Do you want them to be more consistent? As in, they call more penalties because I don't want that. Or do you want young guys who maybe can see more? Or well, you need you need full time guys. Like this is their job instead of this part time bullshit because that that you're not going to get quality anything by this not being their main gig, right? So then then you have to make the decision of okay, so we want them to do better, but do we want them to do better because we want them to call more penalties or do we want them to actually just be consistent and call less? Right? Because I still want less because the amount of penalties, even though there weren't enough, there were some that were so missed, there was still when it gets to the point where after every single play you're waiting for a flag, yeah. That's bad. Yep. We don't want it that way. I don't like that feeling. And then he said, like, oh, yeah, 15 yard run. Where's the flag? Where's the flag? Waiting. Oh, that looked way too easy. Where was the holding? Like, you're just waiting for it. Exactly. He also said, P.S. I hope the Saints win the Super Bowl so that that way when they brag about it, I could still tell them that Cowboys beat them both years. Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so thanks for all your questions. Appreciate that. As always. Like the participation. Um, all right, as we get wrap this thing up, I want to thank we're at the end of our 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 team's seasons, of course. Uh, I want to thank all of our listeners. We're not going anywhere yet, but just I I don't think you can ever say thank you enough. And uh we're at like 3800 or something downloads and that's awesome. So amazing. We will take it uh quick preview of what our off season will sound like. It'll be real close to what we did last year. If you were with us then, then you remember. If you weren't, uh you should probably go back and listen to all those episodes because they're still good. You know. They don't re- apply to what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we turn into more of a, you know, a uh football in general show for the next three weeks while we get through the Pro Bowl and then the Super Bowl and then we recap that stuff and then we get into our, our off season stuff. There'll be uh the episodes will become a lot shorter. We'll talk about anything that has to do with our teams and then um, anything that happened in the NFL we found interesting. And um, and then we'll have some special episodes thrown in. We meant to do more special episodes last year, and I would like to do more uh, officiating being one of the episodes I'd like to do a whole half hour on and just talk about that. And uh, so we'll do that type of stuff. If Andrew's okay with that, I haven't run any of this by him. I'm just making shit up as I go. It works. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, well, we haven't just de- we haven't decided yet on when we're gonna if we're gonna like right after the draft we'll take our end our second season here and come back or if we'll, I don't remember when we stopped last year <laughs> I'll have to look it up but uh, I think we'll, it was post draft yeah it was post draft but I can't remember how many shows we did because I felt like our 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 break wasn't too long but if we run out of material we're just gonna be done until <laughs> until we hit training camp but uh, we'll at least be around till then if we skip a week here and there you know bear with us um real quick i want to recap all of our social media handles because it's been a while and as we're going into off season why not uh you can find us everywhere on the twitter box uh the podcast is at common ground fbp andrew you are at andrew guzman cgp uh i am at wenatchee seattle sports fan 
um, which is W E N S E A sports fan. Don't try and spell the whole thing out. It doesn't work. And, uh, Facebook, uh, we're facebook.com slash common ground football podcast. Um, the website, which website's is always up, always there. Common ground football podcast.com. That's where it is. It's going to get a little bit of a revamp in the off season. It's going to be so party. Uh, and Instagram, where are we on Instagram at common ground FBP Instagram posts by you have been on fire. Is that what the kids say these days? Sure. Well, you just know all them cool effects things. I don't know how to do any of that crap. Put some of that, see some of that stuff out there, and I'm like, wow, that's beyond me. Uh, anyway, so please continue to share and review our show throughout the entire off season. Don't forget about us. Please stick with us through the end of our season, and of course, come back in uh, when we start up all everything for the beginning of the 2019 season. Where could you hear us on, Brian? If you're uh, a new listener. Well, if you're listening right now and you're like, God, I wonder if I could hear these guys anywhere else. Well, we're available pretty much everywhere, including Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. <laughs> Just throw that in. Tune in. Google Play. <laughs> Spotify. And always the website. And you can find us at like Podchaser, and, which is a cool... If you want to leave us a review on Podchaser, I'd love you forever. Um, I applied to put us on Pandora. I don't know if that'll work or not. They're apparently getting podcasts now and uh yeah when in doubt just go to the website you can all of the different options are there and you can find us wherever but no matter what you where you listen to us make sure you subscribe so that you get this episode and then all of our future episodes and you never miss one yeah 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 all right let's finish this thing out real quick let's make our predictions for championship weekend get the hell out of here uh you know it's closer now 169 156 yeah we're running out of games <laughs> <laughs> only have three left to pick maybe four we'll pick the pro bowl <laughs> possibly um all right you ready i'm ready rams at saints who you got i'm going with new orleans you are going with new orleans i'm going with a score Ooh. of 31 to 24 Sounds good. I like that. Thirty-one twenty-four, New Orleans. I too am going to go New Orleans, and I'm going to go forty-eight oh. to seventeen. Rams are going to suck a blowout. A blowout. Uh, AFC uh, Patriots at the Chiefs. I'm going to take the young kid, Mister Pat Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Over the New England Patriots. Um, the Patriots of New England, if you will. The Patriots of New England. I'm going to go with 35-31 KC. Um, because I'm not a cold day in hell, I would ever pick New England to win a game. I'm going to go Kansas City. And I'm going to go 24 to 21. A biter, a nail biter, if you will. Cold man, it's gonna be hard to score points there. It's freezing. Burr. (laughs) All right, that is it. End. (laughs) Hashtag the end. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Be back next week. We'll recap those games and continue on our off-season fun in the darkness. Yeah. (laughs) Until next time, go Hawks, go Cowboys. (laughs) 